to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. I'm glad you're here for another episode of Purposeful Parenting. The last two weeks, our granddaughters, Brandon Piper, were interviewed, and you may have listened to them. And what they had to say about talking and listening, in other words, what they had to say about parents communicating, is what led up to this episode. Let me ask you, parents. How can your child or your children obey your word if it's riddled with confusion, if they don't really know what you're saying, if they don't understand what you are trying to get across to them? Psalms 119.9 says, how can a young person stay pure? Now that's the question it asks, and then it follows up by saying, by obeying your word. So altogether, Psalm 119.9 reads, how can a young person stay pure? By obeying your word. Now, parents, that's by obeying your word. And again, I ask you, how can they obey if they are confused by what you're saying. Have you ever heard of a term called weasel words? Well, this was a phrase or a word that was coined by Theodore Roosevelt. These are words that are wishy-washy and they're sort of sneaky. They're words that really help the person to avoid saying anything. There are words and phrases that are used to sort of hedge around the meaning of what's really being said and basically to try to get out of responsibility. Now, you've probably dealt with people like this and you've probably done a little bit about like this yourself. A couple of examples of sort of weasel type words and phrases. The first one, have you ever said or known someone to say, well, I might let you do it. Or how about this one? There's a strong possibility that I can take you there. Now, do you see how these words or this phrase or these phrases are sort of setting the tone for not really knowing what you are going to do? Are you going to let them do it? Or is that really a possibility that you're going to be able to take them there? Now, once again, by using these weasel words, the speaker, and I'm speaking about you, parents, might be trying to weasel out of any commitment. And that's why these phrases are called weasel words or weasel phrases. Can you imagine just how frustrating this would be to a child to hear this over and over and over again. 
And if we're going to be honest with ourselves, parents, we've done it. And we've probably done it more often than not. So rather than using these weasel words, if you can do something, then do it and let them know that you're going to do it and do it. And if you're not able to do it, then just say, I cannot make you a promise about this, but I'll check later and I will see. And then you know what you have to do? You have to check later to see if you can do it and then let the child know. Don't try to weasel out of it. Speak clearly. Speak what you mean. Don't use weasel words. In the process of letting your child know what you're going to do or what you're not going to do, remember Proverbs twelve nineteen: Truthful words stand the test of time but lies are soon exposed. So always tell your child the truth. Once again, if you can't do something because of another engagement, just let them know you can't do it. Now also know that children don't need to know everything. They don't need to know adult conversations or adult themes, so to speak. They need to know child-appropriate reasons. But whatever you do tell them, tell them the truth. And once again, child-appropriate. They don't need to know everything about all of your finances, what you cannot afford. And there's a way to let them know that if something can't be afforded, there's a way to tell them in a child-appropriate way. But once again, whatever you tell them, tell them the truth and tell them on based on their age level. And also in telling them things, keep it positive and use affirming words. Your children need to hear you speaking positively and using affirming words. Proverbs 16, 24 tells us that Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. Now, just think about honey, the color of it. It's a pretty golden color. It's nice and thick. And when you taste it, it's just really, really sweet. And the taste lingers in your mouth and you want more. The honey can be mouth watering. You can put it in tea or or coffee, and it really tastes good. That's the way words are to your children. Kind words linger with your child. Kind words mean that your children will want to hear more of them, and you want them to be kind, positive, reaffirming words. Now, I mentioned Bren and Piper. When I was interviewing them, Bren said, What she really wanted parents to know was to let your child talk. Remember, parents, you need to listen, and sometimes you need to just keep quiet and let your child talk. Proverbs 18.13 says, Spouting off before listening to the facts is both shameful and foolish. Foolish. 
How often have you not listened to the whole thing, be it from a child or an adult or a friend or, or sibling or whatever, you didn't get the whole story, but you got really angry over something? Well, if we take the time to listen, that type of thing can be avoided. So with our children, we must remember that it's important to listen. Spouting off before listening to the facts is both shameful and foolish. That's Proverbs 18.13. And as Bren said, let the child talk. Remember that, out of the mouths of babes. Then Piper said, in so many words, she said, you know, it's really important after you've been disciplined and sent to your room that your the parent should come in and talk to you. Now, those aren't her exact words, but that's what she was saying. She was saying sometimes things may be done Sent the child is sent to the room and they may not really have a complete understanding of what was going on. And not only that, they need that reassurance after they've been disciplined that things are okay and will always be okay and that you have that unconditional love for them. So when you've disciplined your child, Make sure you go in, review what went on in a calm manner. Don't get stirred up all over again and let them know you love them and will always love them no matter what. And we know in the process of communicating with our child, we don't want to use foul or abusive language. Remember, whatever comes out of the mouth cannot be taken back, and it can cut like a knife. Ephesians 4.29 goes on to say, Let everything you say be good and helpful, so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. You want your words to your child to be an encouragement, always. Remember, parents, your children need to hear positive, reaffirming words. You need to let your child talk and you need to listen. And you need to clear the air after you have disciplined your child. You need to go over what it was that they had done wrong and how they can better do it the next time. And if an apology is needed, you need to apologize to your child and let them know why you are apologizing and let them know that no matter what, you still love them. Matthew 5.37 says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Colossians 4.6 tells us, let your speech always be with grace seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. And as you do this, you will be parenting on purpose.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then, this is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose.